You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network, celebrating the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. Connect on social, on Instagram and Facebook at Magrito. Find all the Magrito Podcast Network shows over at magrito.net. That's right. It's Metiche Monday today. Thank you for tuning in. Throwing some curveballs out there today. Had some people call in sick. Can't come in and join us on the Metiche Monday. Found somebody walking the streets. See what happens. We got Cesar Fernandez, Chula Vista Elementary School District, seat number five, cruising through and saying what's up. This is kind of like a solo episode again, but we'll see, man. I'm happy you're there just so I can at least see you and shit, but this is, this is, this is kind of like a, another solo episode, brother. I see Damn, you. Like I don't even matter. <laughs> you matter. Ne- never think you don't matter, bro. Like I'm going to do that fucking peace gif where I just fade out. What's up, man? I know, huh? What's good with you, brother? I'm okay. I'm doing good, man. Start of a new work week. Let's get it, man. Metiche Monday. Metiche Monday, you've been, you're no stranger to this. You know what we're all about. As always, this episode is brought to you by Grasshopper. Grasshopper for all your medicinal, recreational cannabis needs. You know the digits, dial them. You got the card, use it, make it clack, and then, you know, 15% off. They deliver. JHBBuds.com, or you can go in person and get it handled. I went in there. This week earlier Got some good shit man I'm trying new things out I'm trying new things out What are you trying? Uh, live resin Is something that I've started trying out Okay That's like um, That's some outer space shit bro That's like You wanna go to outer space? Try this Like, a, Is that what's on those corrupt moon rocks? They have that yeah, like the moon does It looks like uh, DG all over your buds those are scary, man. <laughs> like, I don't know if to eat that shit or like that shit. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I'm, I'm new to the game. I, I just like little vape pens and, and gummies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I see some of these new things and he'll, they'll always tell me like, hey, man, try this. Hey, try that. I'm like, hey, I- I'm here for all of it. And I want to talk to you about something else I tried over the weekend. Okay. See if you got any uh, experience. Yeah, you're the educator. Uh-huh. Before we jump into any of this, yeah. give us a little background on you, Cesar. What's cracking? Cesar Fernandez, a.k.a. Cesar Does It of the Educated Guest Podcast. Hey, well. AKA seat five from the Vista Elementary School Board. That's intense, bro. I don't know how you wear that hat. That's a crazy hat to wear. AKA the after school guy in Sweetwater Union High School District and new board member of the Aya Foundation. Aya Foundation. A couple of my favorite people involved in that one. We'll we'll touch about that a little bit. We got a a, a development for the first week of Mayo with a a partner restaurant, uh, supporters of the show, and somebody involved. So I want to. I want to fly something past you because I hope you like it because it's already on and pop. <laughs> it's already going to happen, guys. It's happening regardless. Hey, don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on Apple. Give us a review. Let us know how amazing my voice sounds through these filters. Hey, let me catfish you with this filter. Does the, does the ratings actually do anything in terms of like how popular you are on, on the app or something? I don't like know. Okay. No sé. <laughs> <laughs> mera neta, no sé. Oh, Stop uh, that conversation right there. I, don't I, I, I really don't know, but I mean, eventually, I'd like to learn it. I know that one of the dudes from the label, El Compa Rob, is, is always telling me, like, oh, you know, this works for that and that, but ADD is a motherfucker, you know? And then now there's a bunch of things on my joint. It's crazy. So I can't focus on one thing. Okay. Although I did try something. So I want you to help me out with that. Okay. We're going to get into that. But first, 
But first, let's get in with the member roll call. These are all of our social club members that play a humongous part in everything we do. Mm. It's all for you. Thank you for giving your money. MR Campanajar. Well, well, well. <laughs> what? This freaking guy. All right, man. Hey, thank you for being part of the crew. Does it tell you if he's a $10 member? It tells me what it is. I feel, I don't feel, I feel, I feel cringy if I tell you how much it is. So. <laughs> I don't feel embarrassed that I asked. <laughs> I know you don't, Weenie. Um, there's another representative on here who uh, is also a part of uh, our uh, <laughs> the social club. Amar. I might tell you okay. who's over and who's under. But Amar, hey man, thank you for jumping in. It's getting close. He's always out there in the streets, knocking on doors, handing out flyers. He's a man of the people. He's really legitimately trying to like put his flag in the ground saying, I am Chula Vista. Thoughts? He visited his alma mater uh, last week and, and spoke to a class. Got some nice photo ops and... and talked about what he's doing so he's he's definitely getting out there and walking yeah yeah he's meeting the people a ver que pasa brother a ver que pasa it's getting close darren behind the bar hey what's up darren darren's a bartender i think he works at hotel dell go in there and get some cocktails robin camacho proper thank you for subscribing Pierre Dells is fucking hoochie, man. It's the dude the <laughs> compa Pierre works for uh he works for a Bella Belching Beaver. Down dude. He said he's always up in my DM sending me shit, like little clips, little reels. They're funny as fuck, and I always comment on it. But hey man, Pierre, welcome to the crew. King Hoochie, table of one. I'm amazed that you know somebody named Pierre. And What's up? And that they're in your DM. Yeah, El Compa Pierre, dog. Okay, okay. He's a good dude, bro. He's a hip hop head just like you. Okay. He's a hip hop head just like you, brother. Mariana Cardenas, bienvenida. Rowdy Pau, Stephanie Perez, Joshua Stoll. Hey, Mr. Stoll to you. Eddie, a.k.a. Samsung Simpson. I catch this dude always rocking. Fools Gone Wild merch walking down 3rd Avenue. Siempre. El Plomero. El Mero Mero. Jose Torres. Carlos Rangel. Renette Pulido. Robert El Güero Flores. Let's see. Fonzie. What's up, Fonzie? Shannon Lynette. Eman Hernandez. El Compa J. Ford. Richard Hecht. Otter Stop Los. Yo. I'm coming. How many barbers do you have? Um, one. Yeah? Myself. I, I have no hair. But you don't get any. <laughs> well, that was awkward. <laughs> it wasn't awkward. It was just quick. When's the last time you had a fucking haircut? Uh, sometime during the middle of quarantine. Yeah? Yeah. Whenever uh. they started, you know, doing haircuts again. All right. I think I think it was. Yeah. Anyways. I think I've, I got two I two barbers, bro. I fuck with Pep over uh-huh. over there at uh, Country Club Barber Shop. Go ahead. Fancy guy. You don't know Pep? No, bro. Pep's a hilltop guy. All the old school hilltop hilltop heads go to him. He's fantastic. All right, Pep, all right. Maybe Pep's I'm gonna have dude. three. But right now, Otterstaw blows open his spot out in fucking Imperial. Mm. So I'm gonna have to go pop in to visit. But my son is loyal. My son is loyal to Oliver the barber, man. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and so both of my guys right there. So I gotta go see what's up. David Martinez, bienvenido. Sweet Aria. Josh Kemble. Motherfucker carries a Sharpie every time he goes to a concert. He was a rock star, still is, but he always likes little Sharpies. <laughs> David Baker, Jill Galvez. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Another one. Two politicians jumping on in here. I appreciate all of their support. I feel like I did a good job in bringing and opening our format to presenting Chula Vista with the options of people running for mayoral candidate. Okay. I just saw that nobody else was doing it. I said, hey, man, this is a pretty big election. Mary, she's been holding it down here for the last few. And somebody's going to take the torch and take over what she's put into play. Mm-hmm. I keep telling the people who are coming in, our candidates, that, man, you guys are taking over something that is on the up and up. 
once upon a time, you know, voted most boring city in America, most boring city to raise a family or something like that. And now it's like, I feel people really want to take the reins and take it to the next level. Look, look what's happening. The development over here on the West side, the innovation and, and, and everything going on on the East side mm. and then the Bayfront and there's talk of a university coming. That's a crazy time yeah. to be in that politics and you, man. Is that something? Maybe you can wink once. I, uh, I love what I do on the elementary school board. I got to make things happen there and then we'll see what happens. My guy's ready for politics. Ready. El compa Danny O of Fall. Compa Pinguino Cortez. Always nice to see you. Got to hang out with my boy RJ from Vision Culture. Mm. Another killer fucking foundation, bro. That okay. nonprofit, they get down. Vision Culture. Vision Culture. Los compas que, they're, they're part of the Rice or Death family. Uncle okay. Tone, RJ, Terry, all the homies. They're, they're all great people over there, bro. Nice. El compa Willie Reese, the neighborhood insurance broker. <laughs> Tony Marroquin. Que onda Tony M? El pichi Marroquin. El compa David Placencia. Jose Uribe. Liz Lopez. Abrea Espinosa. My goddaughter. Diego Luna. Ernesto Quintero. The Nurse Navarro. Terry Kiever. Tony Yu. Sonia. Happy birthday. Sarah Stoll. That's Mrs. Stoll to you. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, seat five. Cesar Fernandez. El Vato. Yeah. Look at you. Now I'm telling you, kids, even if you listen long enough to the show, you will be a host on the Emo Brown podcast. <laughs> Jose Fernandez. Any relation to you? No, sir. Okay. I don't know who that is, but I always throw his name out like he's related to you. Robert Betancourt. Bianca Belmonte. Dr. Martin Casas. Turns out. Okay. You guys are both on the foundation together. We're both on the Yaya Foundation. Yaya Foundation. American Youth Academy. Uh, activities? Uh, athletics. Alternative Youth Athletics. Damn, homie. I'll, I'll get it. Mason Inocente, Sir Alex Rivera, Matthew Echavaria, Roxana, Theo Collins. That's my godson. What's up? Their parents want me to read their names, but... They want me to read their names. Got it. It is what it is, bro. Omar Sanchez, Abby Heilbron, Brian, Wei Long Vong. I really want to do a bike ride to Fall Brewing, homie. What's the earliest you can open for us? I'll bring you 50 people at least. Elias Delgado of Bottle Rocket, brother. What's the earliest you can open for us at Bottle Rocket? I'd like to take 50 people to you next week on Easter Sunday. Eric Ruiz, Maddie, the homie Juan, Mitch. Kramer, this motherfucker gets me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a, a round of applause on that one right there. Mm. Fucking Droopy. There's a cat named Droopy in our Discord. I don't know who the fuck it is, bro. Every week he flips it on me. He hasn't caught me yet. He changes his name. This time it's Mitch Kramer. Do you know who Mitch Kramer is? I do not. Mitch Kramer is a famous younger brother in the movie. Days and confused, bro. Oh, wow. Mitchy, Mitchy, okay. Mitchy. And, they, and then the sister says, hey, man, take it easy on my baby brother, Mitch, today. That's right. Because right. they paddle all them little fucking uh, yeah. middle school kids before they come to high school. Oh, man. It'd be she Ben Affleck went after him, bro. And wow, wow, wow. Gave him some whops. Right. Mitch Kramer. Well done, Droopy. Well done. Bill Lukey, Arcadio Mora, Pablo Kakowatz, BJ Jezbera, Mike Beebe, Evelyn Bernardi, El Compa JP from Arizona, Nicholas Coker, Giovanni Correa, Ben Bikes for Beer. Hexis123, Felipe Meraz, Tony Wad, Maggie Brennan, thank you for opening your doors yesterday at the Lost Cause and letting us and the crew go out there and have some mead. I wasn't able to go, but I did get a bottle of mead. Thank you, Maggie. Beatriz Uribe, Chef Claudia Sandoval, respect. Mikey Ferrar, Justin Seleska, Aaron Hill, Matt Lawson, El Pinchi Chorizo Jedi, April Olsen, Kiki Montalvo, Hector Munguia, Erica. The Baker Alberto El Small Teeth Aguirre He's over here talking about He wants Emo Brown To be 
his real t- real estate partner. We can talk. We can negotiate. We can see what we can do for wow. each other. Ozzy Perez, Kevin Lewis, Michelin, Giovanni, Adrian El Abuelo, Marino Gomez, Izzy Castillo. Did you listen to that episode? The homie Izzy, the photographer? I started it. Damn fool. I know. You, you put out a lot of content. It's hard for me to get through all of it. Jesus Christ. I know. When's the last Educated Podcast content came out? When's the last episode you put out? Uh, I put one out in uh, in July. Hey, compa, we're in like April, May? And I had and I, and I took that one down as well. Did you really? I did. So Which one was that one? That was the one with a teacher from Eastlake, John Hinkle. Why'd you take it down? What, what makes you take a, a, an episode down? Uh, I knew people were searching for questionable content on me when I got appointed. Um, there was some questionable content there, not not on my part, on my inter- you know, on John's part, because that's the kind of guy he is. He's wild. He's off the cuff, um, and I knew that. That's why I wanted that episode. But yet and still, I just felt the need to take that down for a while. It comes a lot being uh, involved in in education and in politics, man. Is that that's what you want? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? You about that life? Yeah, well, man. I, I mean, as a teacher, you're automatically called to public service. So stepping up and being a elected official, I mean, that's the next step for me of public service. Good on you, bro. Good on you. Better you than me or anyone I know like that, man. It's scary. Do I wear it well? Do I? You do. Uh, I mean, re- real talk. You really do. Um, el compa, el Bobby Tribal, always up my ass about no, bro. You, you. It's you. You got. You got to jump into politics. I know you. You. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. I don't want to do that, man. I like to be the guy behind the guy. And in some cases, the guy behind the guy behind the guy uh-huh. or lady. You know what I'm saying? I do. I don't want to be the front runner. You know, I'd rather just kind of like lurk in the shadows, be like, "Hey, man, that ain't right. What can we do to fix this?" Hey, man, well, you know. I- I've been that same way up until now. Oh. Are you done with the list? No, bro. We still oh, going. That's, that's, I know, bro. It's crazy, right? Compa Muskies, Daniel Angelis, Selena Lugo, Brandon, Chavita Maldonado, Josh Dexter, Dicky Islands, alias Ricardo Islas, Aisha Ali, Bridget Utria, Ed Anaya. That sounds like a name that you would know. Ed Anaya. No. No? All right, all right. Carla Caro, Hector Parra, TK Yodeli. We'd like to know how early you guys open on a Sunday. We'd like to do a ride to City Heights. Sarah Salas, Liquor Store Mike, Sonia Baca, Robert, Lil Rob Lada. The motherfucker sent me a picture of him with some Crocs, but they're fancy Crocs, bro. They're like Gucci the Crocs, bro. Like, like, like Gucci, Gucci shit. You'll see. I'll post it up again. You'll like him. Denise Moreno, Jerry Jimenez. Antonio Brito, Angelfish Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, El Compa Primo, Champ Juarez, Jeff Lozano, Oscar Kimo, Cantoran, El Doyer Arce, hate to see it, one and three, Karen Small Barnett, Ranty with Ramos, will have his weekly rant coming up, Alex from LBC, Samantha Reina got to see her child, her beautiful baby yesterday, felicidades, Paul Costello, Jay Escobar, Lieutenant David Oyos, I'm going to put a call in on him, see if he answers. Uh, he went over certain things that have gone on in the first quarter here in Chula Vista, and I always like to tap into that and see what's what's afloat in our community. Mm. Gus Gonzalez at BFF, Jason Holleran, D Rod, Oliver Whitney. That's my that's my barber. I feel bad that I have to go visit somebody else, and and I'll be back. I got enough hair, man. Sorry, Res- respectfully, <laughs> Caesar. I know you were a little light on the head, but yep. respectfully, I, I I got a lot of hair. Compita, Christian Moreno, Rodrigo, Jasbera, Fernanda, Amy, Ernesto Moreno, El Compa Ben, The Electrician, Junior Bickett, Sierra, The Homie Gavin, Tom Phillips, Veronica Rocha, John Gennaro, Cesar Torres. We miss you, bro. Yeah, where is Where he? you at, dog? Estela Davila and Ruben Lopez. Oh, my God. It's a long fucking list, bro. That is a long list. Did anything stand out for you there? 
Anything you like? Anything you miss? Just the fact that we're missing Cesar Torres. Right? I know we are missing him. I mean, he's he's pretty uh, dependable and reliable. So something must have uh, really Monday. important, bro. Every Monday. Damn, you know what else every Monday, Tom? What? This is Resol Mezcal, bro. Every Monday? It, mezcal? I'm, I'm a teacher Monday. I've been drinking. He, Mike yeah. Metcalf, he came in. Your compa, your, your, your foundation mate, mm-hmm. came in. And one of his projects, as you probably already know, is Resol. Resol Mezcal. He left it here. And yeah, every Monday on Metiche Monday since, I've been just kind of sipping it. And I, I'm falling in love with this shit, bro. Really? I'm, I'm really digging it. I'm salucito. I poured you a little cup. Let me know what you think. Um, mm, cheers. What do you mm. like about the smell of it? I like the smoky, the, the smoke. What I like about Mezcal as a whole is that smoke overturn. I was in Disneyland a couple weeks ago and um, they're having like a food festival and cocktail festival too. Yeah. They had a cocktail made of Mezcal, bro. And I tasted it, I was like, oh shit. Cause you know, Mezcal's got that smoky, like mundane taste. It's very subtle, but it's not overwhelming on the palate. It's not gonna burn you, you know? So I like to sip it and enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a very woodsy feel, you know? It, close to like what, what I like about like like scotches or whiskeys and bourbons is like, it's got that old school just feel to it. So yeah. when I tasted this, that's what I like about it. So big ups, oh, I'm gonna have a sip on that. Mm. I like a little burn on my mezcal, but um, that one is, it still gives you a, a, a mild burn. Just just enough. Just enough. Just right? enough, man. So I dig the product. You know what else gives me a mild burn, dog? Mm. Ah! <laughs> that's right, dog. It's My Grito Monday. We go over everything that's going on in the My Grito, the label that pays, man. Did I hear you say... Go ahead. ...that the intro... Mm-hmm. Is from Fiverr. Did I hear you say that on the an fucking intro of the whole podcast? The one where uh, you're listening to a Chicano. The, the whole PG, uh, the Migrito Industries, like drop for this episode. It was a Fiverr product. Do you I like the way he said. Have I ever used Fiverr? Yes. Do I use Fiverr? No. I use it for my um, political campaign logo, and they do a fantastic job. But I can't imagine what you search for on Fiverr. He found get, it to get that. They intro. found it. It's all Chicano voice. Yeah. Hey, bro, tell me this doesn't sound Chicano. You're listening to Magrito Podcast Network. Right there, Celebrating dog. the culture of Chicanos and Latinos one story and voice at a time. ¿Cuántos elevada, pues? Social. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At Magrito. <laughs> Find all the My Grito Podcast Network shows over I like the cadence My Grito My Grito Yeah, yeah, no. yeah I'm with it, dog So what are the latest happenings? Well, you interrupted me Before I was ready to go uh, I'll, Hey I just want to talk Hey, hey it's, Your time is coming Let's see Let's see We got My Grito Weekly Brought to you by My Grito Industries Rob Castellon On the weekly Always sending me the news This week is all about Las Calacas As we celebrate the release Of their debut album Chiso Out this Friday Nine Count them One, two, three, nine High energy tracks Of Cumbia Fusion That'll get you going How do you feel about Cumbia Fusion? What's that? Cumbia Fusion. Do you like cumbia? I love it. Do you really? I love it. I'm not a I'm not a huge enough fan to tell you who my favorite artists are. But you enjoy that sound, I that rhythm. That sound is fantastic. All right, bro. all right. All those who pre-ordered the vinyl, your copy shipped this weekend are on the way early, right in time for Friday. If you've been slipping and haven't grabbed the copy, order at Abanero Orange Vinyl at mygrito.net. They'll be celebrating this Saturday night, April 16th, Phoenix, the Crescent Ballroom for the record release show. And the following weekend, April 23rd, they head back to L.A. for a cumbia night party at Border X Brewing in L.A. I haven't been there yet. It's in the city of Bell. This might be a good time to actually take a trip and go up there. Tickets to join the party to those both events are still available and can be purchased at mygrito.net. Lastly, be on the lookout for new music. On the way soon this summer, the homies at 3LH, the new record Silver Dream Road is out May 13th. New track, 
Buenos Aires Soul, Reina, Florencia Andrada, New Music from Scott Punk's Rundown Creeps on the way, and LA Soul Maestro Adrián Carmine with the duo Duet with the one and only Trish Toledo titled You Can't Tell the Heart. It arrives April 29th. As always, follow everything for My Grito on their socials at My Grito. As always with my grito, there's madres of tequila that I enjoy, man. So I fucking, I'm double dipping today. I hope I got too much going on later on tonight, but I will be having some resol right now and some desmadre tequila later. And what the fuck? End of day with a little bit of bucanitas because that's just how we get down. You know what else I need to know about right now? The brother in law, Sean, and the Weddle Weather Report. Hit us with it. This is El Cuñado with your weekly Weddle Weather Report. Brought to you today by Single Origin Coffee. Want to pay more for a cup of coffee so you can say you know what small town it's from in South America? Try Single Origin Coffee. This is a picture-perfect week for San Diego. You're looking at highs in the upper 60s, lower 70s all week. It's going to be cloudy on Monday and Tuesday, but the sun should come out later in the week. For your emo brown Sunday morning bride, you're going to start off in the mid-50s, getting into the lower 60s by the time you get back. So you might want to pack a sweatshirt. This has been El Cuñado with your weekly weather weather report. I'm out. Pinchy weather weather report and Cuñado Sean don't fucking miss. Actually, I recant that. All he does is miss. He hasn't given me one week's of weather that's on point since he started this little side gig. But, but hey, you know what? At last, he's a funny guy. I love him. And he was a father of my godson. Woke up this morning, was at work, took a shit. Uh-huh. I'm reading some updates on Facebook and Instagram and whatever it takes, you know, to get to get my mind fulfilled with things. And I came across David Hoyos. Um, David Hoyos, our, our lieutenant here in Chula Vista, the highest ranking Mexican in Chula Vista as it relates to police activities. Okay. Um, he was dropping like a quarterly update on things that have gone on in Chula Vista. So I told him, I said, hey man, I, I read it over. I, I kind of wanted to like, you know, have you divulge. Let's see if he takes the call. Sick. Sick. Mr. Garcia. Oh shit, man! I can't, I can't prank call nobody anymore. My name must always show up on everything. <laughs> Lieutenant Oils, our highest ranking Mexican in Chula Vista Police Department. Does that still stand? Is that something that's factual, or should I start referring to somebody else as the highest ranking Mexican? <laughs> no, hey, as it stands right now, that's still factual. I'm holding on. El vato. Oh, actually, you know, before we go any further, and I pick your brain about the report you put out for Chula Vista, felicidades are in order. Uh, I know you sent me a text telling me, hey, make sure you pimp me out as lieutenant of this, that, and the other as I got a promotion. How about we hear it from the horse's mouth? What do we got to tell the world today, Mr. Oyos? Okay, first of all, that is absolutely not true. I got the receipt, Playboy. I have the receipts. It's text, so what's up? Uh, read it. <laughs> read it. Uh, <laughs> we said, you st- I, listened, I listened last week, and you said, oh, Oyos called me, wanted a shout out. I have never called you. <laughs> and ask for a shout out. Uh, I have the I receipts. It. Hey, I appreciate it when you do it. Hell yeah. But man. I'm never looking I'm never looking for you to to help me out. I get in enough trouble by myself. So what's the new position? Uh, yeah. Oh, I just saw it again. There it is. Hey, what else do you need? You always boom boom. Hey, I just got bumped at work. I'm heading back to investigations. Please let everybody know. <laughs> that is not what that's <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. What are you lieutenant of now, man? I'm excited to hear this. What, what, what is the official title for you? Call, we're going to call it Mentiroso Monday. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so I took over the uh, criminal investigations division. So I'm overseeing now our crimes of violence homicide unit, our family protection unit, and our property crime unit. So basically, that's a lot of, of our that's uh, a lot. <laughs> all of our detectives. Um, Cue in the law and order uh, bongs. Yeah, I know, right? Ding, 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 ding. How many people yeah, will you be overseeing, bro? How many detectives are in Chula Vista? So right now, I, think I can count ten that I see here every Friday at the brewery, but I'd like to get the official count. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be an eleven joining soon. Now I'll be uh, on a normal schedule. I'll be able to partake on Third Avenue a little more often. Um, we have uh, well, so we have two different investigations division. We have our normal detectives that I'm supervising. The guys come to work in a suit and tie every day. Uh, we have currently about twenty four detectives, three sergeants and four community service officers. There's a second group of detectives. Those are our undercover narcotic task force detectives. They are under a different lieutenant. Um, and we have a handful of those folks as well. Always staying busy. Here with us today Always. is also uh, Cesar Fernandez, seat five of the Chula Vista Elementary School District. He's a board member. You know how you guys get down, bro. You know how you guys are. We got nothing but big wigs here on Metisha Monday today. So this morning I was telling Caesar that I woke up and I was at work doing my shit and uh, I read over a Facebook post that you put, something about uh, Chula Vista Police Officers Association. I have it here with me. Basically, you're just kind of saying how busy you are staying in the community. Uh, a lot of hard work being put forward by our people in the police department between January 1st and March 31st. These were the things that went down. Citizen-initiated calls for service, 20746 What does that mean? So every time someone calls either 911 or they call the police department and they say, hey, I've got, I got an issue. I need a cop at my house or at my business. Um, that is a citizen-initiated calls for service. So the first three months of the year, we're almost at 21,000. So in 90 days, we were able to get 21,000 people to call. Simple math would Correct. tell me that is roughly 500 calls a day. No, 200 calls a day, 250 calls a day. Damn, that's a lot of calls, it's, man. It's busy out there. Officer so initiated get, calls for service, yeah. 5,432. Yeah, what are those? Officer initiated. So officer initiated, that's where our officers see a traffic violation, mm. uh, make a traffic stop. That's where our officers are extra patrolling an area where there's, you know, high crime area. Um, they're out on Third Avenue. Um, hey, know, how, high, hey, how crazy is Third Avenue right now? Give it to me straight. Third, uh, you know, Third Avenue, it's, it's normal bump himself on the weekends and, and at night. Um, I don't think it's any more, you know, crazy than usual. <laughs> it keeps us, keep, Third Avenue keeps us busy, but it's not as bad as I think, uh, some of the residents make it out to be. All right, man. Then a lot of residents do make it out to be pretty good to know. Pretty bad. I saw you at Chalino well, night. You should go to Chalino night. You should just post up there, wear your boots, you know, <laughs> wear a little badge that says highest ranking Mexican and just boom, 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 dog. Chalino night. I got a, I got a big belt buckle. It'd be perfect for That's my guy. Total reports taken, 4,071. So of those yeah. 21,000 calls and the 5,000 officer-initiated calls, those are the amount of reports that came out of it. Okay. That's it, yeah. What yield or what leads to taking a report? Like the seriousness of the call, the maybe you guys handle it while it's there or it's already gone by the time you arrive or? 
Yeah, I kind of, so it depends. You know, a lot of times we take reports based on requests. Um, we doc, we document every felony crime that occurs, um, in the city. Uh, if there's some misdemeanor crimes, if the person calls us out and they say, Hey, I just need the problem handled, but I don't want a report then we won't take a report for them. Um, a lot of times it's, it's based on citizen request. Um, like I said, with the exception of felony, um, documentation, we always try to document felony crimes that are occurring in our city. Um, but a lot of times we'll show up and it's um, just a dispute of some sort. It hasn't risen to the level of documenting a crime occurring. Um, and sometimes it, it does, and our citizens aren't looking for a report to be taken. They're simply wanting us to uh, you know, slap a Band-Aid over the problem, fix it for now, and uh, so they can get, a, get on with their, with their day or their night. Total arrests made, 486. Is that a lot or is that a little? So that's, you know what, that's actually, that number is low because I'm, the, I'm where I'm pulled those stats from is um, our internal stats, and those are for bookings. So I put total arrest made. If I put total bookings, um, people, I think, wouldn't understand it. But total arrest made, that 486 for the first three months, those are people that we actually brought in and booked in our jail here in Chula Vista. But we do make a lot of arrests where we, um, like I'll use the example of like, let's say a DUI driver, they get injured as a result of a collision. They're determined to be, you know, uh, under the influence. Well, they're arrested, but they're going to the hospital because they were involved in an accident. Mm -hmm. So we're going to release them at the hospital um, with a court date, almost like a citation. So that gets counted as an arrest, but it doesn't get counted as a booking. That number is actually pretty low. I would guess, you could probably add another 200. I'm just going to gonna uh, estimate probably another 200 bookings. So closer to 700. So closer to 700, yeah. Total in, in, in 90 days. In 90 days, yeah. Simple math would tell me that's seven arrests a day. Is that a lot or a little <laughs> for, the, for how big Chula Vista is? I, you know, I think that's pretty standard. I think we've hovered around that number for a really long time. So I, I don't feel like we're we're making any more or less arrests than we, than we have historically. Hypothetical time. I know how much you love the fire department, specifically Daryl Roberts or whatever position he holds down. Say we of city only has enough on the budget to give to one representative, local law enforcement or first responders with fire department. Who should get it and why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm literally. Ooh, that was some Matisha Monday shit right there, boo. <laughs> I am literally uh, Officer Oils. I'm literally over here giving him the cut it off sign. Like, do not ask that question, Lieutenant sir. Oils. Lieutenant, por favor. He, he's I trying to him. start a, a war over the over over the podcast. You That's know, what like, we do, bro. That's what we do. Speaking of war on the podcast, I got to thank you for uh, uh, introducing me and linking up with John McCann. He solidified the the four. Uh, mayoral candidates that have been on the on the uh, podcast. I'll be releasing the show on Wednesday. Thank you for making that happen. Uh, I wanted to make sure that uh, everybody who is playing a role and running for mayor here for Chula Vista got an opportunity to come out here and shoot their shot and and have people listen to it al Chile. You know, like no 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 barriers. Straight like, what are you about? Where are you from? Why do you deserve this? Why do you feel like you get this? And he did. He answered all the questions, man. So thank you, thank you, Oyos. No, I I think it's important. I I, I think all the candidates. You know your your audience is uh, is growing, 
Um, they're an important segment of our community, so they need to know uh, who these people are more than just what they're going to read on a ballot statement. So it's good to get to hear it from them what they're all about. And I'm sure you you ask the tough questions, and hopefully they all have. I asked them what's his favorite taco for? shop, bro. I said, "What is your go-to taco shop?" Because I've asked everybody, so I'd feel you know I'd feel incomplete if I didn't ask my dude McCann that. He said, "Tacos El Gordo." Well, he said tacos. How do we feel about that? I've never seen him there. No. Hmm. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Things are Fernandez shooting shots, shooting shots. Um, David Oyos, are you at liberty to say who you guys support in the police, or is that something you guys don't even talk about? No. Yeah. So our uh, police officer association is endorsing John McCann for mayor. Well, no wonder you made uh, that shit happen. Oh, look at you. Apparently, Jesus. apparently, you wanted to use me. Uh, I feel abused. An instrument. I'm calling police abuse, police violence. I feel used here. You, know, you also had another gentleman on by the name of Omar Campanajar. Correct, the Mundo. Who asked, hey, should I, what, what are these guys all about? Should I go on that podcast? And oh, did he really? Did he, did he vet us? Should. Oh, shit. Yes, he did. Uh-oh. What'd you tell him, man? I told him, don't smoke or drink anything they give you when you go in there. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Um, you bring up a valid point. What kind of drugs can I do on the street currently? What am, Just to be safe, what can I not do on the street? I think the list is a lot shorter that way. On the street, pretty much you can't do anything. All right, cool. All right, good. Yeah. Check mark. I've keep, never keep, done that. Keep it indoors. All right, please. all right, all right. Cool. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, man. I don't. It, it's not often I get to talk to a copper. You know, especially one so high ranking as Lieutenant Oyos. I gotta ask the legit questions. You know, like what? What do I need to do not to get arrested? I know everything else. Everything else is fine, bro. You know, we pick up our poop and we walk the dog. Yeah. We make sure we, you know, we look before we cross the street. They know jaywalking in my family. I'm gonna tell you that shit right now. I just want to know the important shit. Hey, speaking of that, those, those little signs on people's yards that say, you know, don't, don't have shit. your dog poop yeah. here. Are, the, are, are those legally, like, are we legally obligated to follow those signs? Damn, Oyos, what's up? What, what, okay, give me an example of a sign. I'm walking by a house and there's a sign on there that says, please don't let your dog shit in my yard. <laughs> Being the ruffian that I am, I say, stout, drop a deuce right there. <laughs> what's the legal ramification coming my way from that neighbor for having that sign on there? Well, I mean, as long as you clean it up, nothing. Homie, you I mean, know I ain't picking no, uh, shit up, homie. What about... I'm gonna... <laughs> All right, one more question. One more question one from more Cesar question. Fernandez, scene number five question. from Chula Vidza. Go ahead. So, so those unmarked vehicles, what make and model are those vehicles? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they're, they're, they're Fords. They're all Fords. They're all Fords. You know, we used to have all Fords, and Uh-oh. now Ford isn't making the detective cars anymore. Mm. So now we're driving all sorts of stuff. Ah, this fucking guy. Well done. Well Everything. done. They what else? Gave you... me a brand new car. They it's did? A nice one. Ooh. It ain't a Ford. I'll tell you that. Did you get a Tesla? I sneak up on you. You got a Tesla, huh? I'm hanging out on third. <laughs> you never know it now. Lieutenant Oyo's, anything you'd like to get off of your chest while we have you here? I know you're out fighting crime and whatever. What, are, what, what do you want to tell us? What does Chula Vista you know should we expect? Well, I will just say that uh, I just I just switched my schedule. Been working the weekend graveyard. You know this, yes, sir. For the last year, yeah, weekends off now. Okay. I do plan to attend some Sunday bike rides. Oh hell yeah! In your future. All right. I'm looking forward to that. We do break some laws. We do break some laws, so it's good to have somebody on the inside vouching for us (laughs) to making sure that you know what you know. Say you know what? Talk talk to the police officer in the back. Uh, He wrote. Maybe I'm not going to make these bikes after all. Our forever plus one anywhere we go. Hey man, I'm here with the highest ranking Mexican in the Chula Vista Police Department. If you got an issue, please address it to him. He'll take. I'll make sure he takes care of that. That probably will only help you in the city of Chula Vista. Thank God I don't leave. Thank God I don't leave. Oils. Hey man, thank you for 
taking time out really to to go over these things. They're they're you know they're 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 small potatoes uh, on your end, but it means a lot to to me and all the people who listen, especially those who live in Chula Vista. Thank you for doing your part to keeping us safe, compa. Emo brown for life, baby. Oh shit! Ooh, damn, that was right. a strong statement. Emo brown for life. Live, yeah. I do it all live, bro. Not all my questions are good, but I'll get them laughing. No, I was tripping that he said for life. For life, cabrón. For life. What's up with you, man? What have you been up to this week? Uh, this week, well, we just got back from uh, spring break. All right. I went to the same place you did. You went to Idlewild. I went to Idlewild. How'd you like it? I was actually listening to your episode in Idlewild while I was in Idlewild. Oh, shit. I loved it. It was a great chance to disconnect. Yeah. It's beautiful. Whether you liked it or not, because there's no service. The Wi-Fi is horrendous out there. It's like Julian times three, like as far as size goes in the town. That's exactly how I was pitched Idlewild. I said, what's Idlewild about? It's like, imagine going to Julian, but it's like double the size. And I was like, all right, cool. Cool. It's is, it is like Big Bear without the riffraff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, is it riffraff and Big Bear? <laughs> There's some riffraff and Big Bear. They're really close to Riverside. Oh, you know shit. Saying? Like Jenny 69. <laughs> so ain't like 69. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a fan, fool. <laughs> so we just got back from spring break. Uh, one week into the swing of things at work, doing amazing things for after school programs. Um, Kicking off my campaign, turned in my paperwork. State of California now, you know, recognizes me as a legitimate uh, candidate. For what? Wait, 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 wait. I'm running for... That's my guy. I'm running for my same seat again, seat five on the Chula Vista Elementary School. What do we need to do to make that happen? Are we allowed to help somebody in in, in your position? Uh, So there might be rules as far as the foundation Mm. goes. uh, The brewery is definitely in a position to help. Okay. Right? Yeah, reach out to us, man. The brewery is not a 5013C. No. That's good. Uh, Neither is the podcast. And so uh, what else has I got going on here? I got my first endorsement. Um, Damn, so you out and about, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I got endorsements from from uh, people that I admire a lot, like like Nora Vargas. Uh, okay. Supervisor Nora Vargas. Um, but I also went and got the endorsement of the Labor Democrats. And all so right. these, are, these are all the Democrats that belong to unions or are strong supporters of labor. And so that's important for me because I'm a union guy through. You are a union guy. Absolutely. And this is in November, the, the, the new elections. When do when did the polls open? The polls the polls will open in October. Okay. But the actual like when they start counting them, it's always the second Tuesday of November, I think. So in the next coming months you're gonna be making more of a push here locally on getting people uh raising awareness on who who you are, what you're about, why we should vote for you or what? Yeah, yeah. Candidates have uh, until July to file their paperwork. And so I'll start ramping up a little bit more in the coming months. But July is when it's going to be on and popping. You ready for Are you excited? I'm ready. I'm excited. Win or lose, I'm going to give it my best shot. All right. All right. Yeah. Tough oppositions for you or, or just everybody is involved? How many people are leaving the seat? How many people are leaving the seat? Yeah. Well, there's. I'm the only one in the seat. Okay. Okay, but there are three seats that are up yeah. for election. Oh, there's three up I for election. I think the odds, right, cool. I think one, three, and five are up for up for election. All right. Right, right, right. Exciting times, bro. So that's, that's, that's what you're going to focus on? That and work. How yeah. does wifey feel about all your endeavors and in, in, in the school board and all that, man? <laughs> I always ask because I know wifey's always on my ass every time I get it, figure out a new hobby or do something that I feel like, oh, this is going to be cool. Oh, yeah, when are you going to find time to do that? She's, you know, she's figuring out like... Um, the questions that she gets from people, if she can answer them or not, she doesn't want. Oh, you know, yeah. she doesn't want to. Um, she doesn't want people asking for favors and things like this. And so she's like, should I respond? Should I not? 
She's also very protective of me, but she has to learn, like, she had to learn not to look at Facebook during tough times. You know what I mean? Never read the comments, man. I think that's a that's applicable for all things in life. Yeah, never yeah, never yeah, read yeah. the comments, bro. Just, just keep it moving. Check the meme out. Be like, ha, 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 I'll share a giggle and a chuckle, and then I'm just going to keep on going. Yeah, yeah. What else, man? You're a busy guy. I forget how important you are. You know what? But back to the back to the fun stuff. Not that the campaigns aren't fun, but they work. Um, I always like to give st- students and kids new opportunities to either learn or just have fun. And so I am now. I think you already mentioned it. I'm now part of the AYA Foundation. Hell yeah, bro! That's awesome. AYA stands for Alternative Youth Athletics. Youth. And it's, and it's just a comfortable way of saying uh, we going to throw some skateboarding championships yeah. here in San Diego. I was here with a Bonita uh, professor, a teacher. I won't mention any names for the, you know, protect the innocent. <laughs> but he represents Bonita High School. He was out here in the streets, hanging out with his kiddos, grabbing some coffee. Everybody in Chula Vista on the west side always frolic and, and, and flock over to the 3rd Avenue area, you know. And everyone's always up and down the street. So on any Saturday morning or Sunday morning. It's very, uh, very common to just kind of see people from, from, you know, here in the hood, just having a good time. We're out into this guy. He goes to Benita as a teacher. He gifted me what I'm assuming is an Aya-related shirt because mm-hmm. it goes over the skate club and it has a baron with its shield and it has a baron with the board. And I was like, oh, man, it looks this, nice. this is pretty nice, man. Yeah. So are you guys affiliated with that or what, what is going on? Right. So, yes, we are is a short answer. So uh, we've helped to establish skate teams at several schools in San Diego, uh, some in Escondido, San Pascual High School, Orange Glen High School. Um We've been to Lincoln, we've been to San Diego High, but then here down in the South Bay, we got East Lake, mm. right? Thanks to Principal Rick Cook for pushing that. We have uh, Bonita, Bonita High. Bonita High. Mm. Uh, thanks to Steve Wiggs for doing that. Littered one. with so much talent. So much talent. Go ahead. Right? So many skaters. We have um, Hilltop mm. High School. Go ahead. And the advisor there is Sean Hanashiro. Shout out to that cat. Um, but we got those three schools so far, and I'm hoping to add uh, Sweetwater and Mar Vista as well. All right, man. That's pretty awesome. Um, so awesome, in fact, that actually uh, one of the social club members, Karen, La Karen, um, she's a general manager at Ponce's Restaurant out here in, uh, in La Quinta Diego Way. And she wants to do a nice little fundraiser for the first week of Mayo. So she tapped us on the shoulder and said if we wanted to participate and help out. And of course we did. We're going to do a nice little live show out there and have some people on. She asked me in turn, is there a foundation that you guys would like to have some of these proceeds that we're raising this week go to? And I was like, for sure. You know, excluding our own, if I can't choose that one, uh, there's a couple, you know. But since I'm fresh off the heels of talking to both Dr. Casas, Mike, and now you, man, I was like, you know what? Let me let me throw some shine on some much deserved peeps down in the South Bay doing good. The Aya Foundation. So we'll be going and giving all the funds that we raised for this event in May over to you guys. Uh, and, and in actuality, I'd love it if one or two or three or four, all four of you guys mm-hmm. can cruise out and be part of the podcast while we're down there. So I'll give you, as more information arises and presents itself, I'll, I'll shoot it over to you guys. I've met three of the dudes. I think the I think you probably were listening and you were like, fuck, Casas is on there? Oh shit, Metcalf is on there? Mm-hmm. I need to get my ass on there. So welcome. <laughs> so that just means Callan James is going to be the final seat, the, the final stone in my Thanos glove to sit down. So we're going to have to make it happen and bring in Callan and shoot the shit. Professional skateboarder, just in case you guys didn't know, Philly with Art to Wreck and all of the things, Aya Foundation. You guys are killing it, bro. You guys are doing good stuff. We're just starting We're just starting brand new, and I appreciate your shout out. And I really, really appreciate that you're going to shoot uh, some of those some of those proceeds over. 
Because this is our first one. Good. And so we're going to learn right now how to yeah. get off the ground. It's probably going to cost more than we think it costs, but we're going to figure all that out this one. So. We, I just did the taxes for it. Hold on. I know. And um, Gus, you know, my BFF and VP, he kind of went over with his uh, um, tax attorney and their CPA. And it was like, hey, man, it turns out that the sheet that we can do and la, la, woo, woo. And I did it. And I submitted. So I was like, huh. All right. Not that bad, you know? So yeah. I feel official now, bro. I feel like like everything with the foundation is like is whole. It's it's become a thing. Now we are in part like like you guys and vision culture, the rice or death heads, like it's like I see like those those three all coming together and working on some cool shit moving forward, man. Between all three of us, we have a lot of contacts, a lot of connects to make it work, you know? More stones in the gloves, baby. I'm going to need two gloves, bro. I'm going to be like a a goalkeeper. I always said if I was ever a goalkeeper, I wanted Michael Jackson's gloves because then I just shimmer them and when they're taking a shot and blind them, bro. That's ADD. Yeah, but you got to get Kellen on here, man. His story is is, is special, right? Because for for us to have a team at, at, at his alma mater, Hilltop, he literally did his senior project on becoming a professional skateboarder. I'm ignorant to his his path to stardom. Was I'm obviously in high school. He I was am. already, but was he already a professional skater in high school? No, he was not. Okay, so that's, so that's some foreshadowing shit. That's exactly. some laying it down. I'm gonna exactly. fucking plant this seed and make it grow. And anytime you you throw yourself out there like that and you haven't accomplished your your, your goal yet, you know you're gonna have some naysayers. Oh yeah. And so he he had some naysayers. So for him to go back to Hilltop and say, hey, I'm a professional skateboarder that came from your shoes. Remember me? It excites it excites me to watch you skate and. Where I skated. That's awesome, I mean? man. Yeah. Look at you. With some heavy hitters, fool. And throw that competition in May, man. We're going to do it right here at um, the Chula Vista Skate Park on, on Palomar and Oleander. Used to be called the Len Morris Skate All right. Park. It's going to be exciting. I mean, I told the other boys, I'll tell you, whatever you guys need from us and everything we represent, the bars, the breweries, the restaurants, everything, man. We, You know we put it in your corner. Let us know what we can do nah, to make it happen. Now it's your turn. Appreciate it. Now it's your turn to do a good deed. Yeah, yeah. August 26th, the Emo Brown Foundation second annual golf tournament is back, baby. It's back in black. So we'll be doing that shit all over again. I started reaching out to a couple of people that I really want them to be a part of it. Um, I don't want to disclose too much on who, but yeah, man, we really want some big names to come out and and support what we're doing. So we're going to do it again. Last year, you know, it sold out and people were left wanting more. So now we've got one tournament under our belt and I feel like we're going to know how to approach this one a little bit better with like pre-raffling and post post event, like event uh, entertainment and shit. But again, we're going to be doing it at Chula Vista uh, Golf Course. Our partners in crime, El Compa Manny, you've heard you've heard Armando on here before on the on the podcast go over what it takes to be a general manager at the Chula Vista Golf Course and mm-hmm. what his day-to-day looks like. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, bro. Fuck around and started doing a golf tournament and now it's second annual. You know, Chicle and, and Gus and I have already been cracking skulls together. Like, we need to come out with a nice, like, fucking polo shirt or something, like a nice vest. We want to be peepities nice moving <laughs> forward for all golf events i don't care if we're going to national city and hitting the range going to benita and playing around or you know being a part of a tournament any tournament all the tournaments i always want to go out repping our shit and i can't wait man more than anything i feel like the <laughs> the, the clothing aspect of, of, of the fashion aspect of the golf uh, tournament is going to be something that i'm drawn to but yeah, like man. last year man a lot of people support it thank you for being a part of it last last year and look forward to linking up with you guys at aya and you and everybody individually who, who's a part of it man should be fun. You play a lot of golf. Not very well. I didn't but, say that. But I play as much as I can. Mm. 
And so you can count on me to give you the same level of sponsorship, if not more. Puta I put in two teams and one hole on the last one. Hey, man, you guys threw a fantastic event. We were, we're green in that aspect, you know, oh. where we're very new in it. But I feel like we got a better handle on how to operate it. I went to a tournament two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. It was put on by a very large, a very large and historied uh, organization. Mm. I don't want to say their names because... It was nowhere near as good as your golf tournament. Well, nowhere they probably weren't handing out near. joints on every hole, bro. You know how we do. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do. God damn. Nah, thank you for being a part of that. Uh, thank you, everybody who was out there being a part of it. We're going to release, I believe, don't fucking quote me. I think it was 32 foursomes. I think it was, yeah, 32. So when we release it, be ready. Preliminary numbers are, are looking like a foursome is going to be six hundo, and we're only selling them in foursomes unless an, an absolute situation happens where we can't. Um, goodie bag, no mama's done. We got all the stuff in there. I'm not going to blow. Well, I'll give you some. Obviously, we're going to we're making more golf balls. That was a hit. We changed the logo up a little bit, so mm. that'll be awesome. We'll be making uh, golf towels again. Another tote bag. So it's going to be a hat. And the people we're looking at with like sponsoring this thing, you're going to want the gear. I'm telling you right wow. now. I'm telling you right now. You're going to want the gear. We, hey, we don't shine shoes no more, man. <laughs> you've been gone a while, Caesar. You, you've been gone a while, man. We we don't shine shoes no more. We got people who want to be a part of this thing of ours now, bro. Yeah. I see that pelado, bro. And, and, as a pre-party to that, ladies and gentlemen, the return of the back bar boogie. Backyard Boogie 2.0. We had our meeting. We had our, our monthly uh, members meeting. Do you do, do you guys do that too? Where you have to have like a little monthly minute, whole minutes and everything? You have to. Yeah. Yes. How often do you guys do that? A monthly. Yeah. So it is required monthly. I thought it was quarterly. It's oh, yeah. Required. We yeah. do it every month. We just had ours on Sunday. Everybody was down here. A couple people who can't make it are joining us via Skype or Zoom or she FaceTime. And we decided that we need a push forward with a backyard boogie 2.0 i won't tell you the location obviously but i will tell you that it's going to be on may 28th mm. and i will tell you that we're actively seeking musicians bands that we all love to come out and play we're looking at food trucks to come out and feed we're looking at seeing whether or not we just isolate it to the members or maybe make it a plus one mm. you remember what would you appreciate more what if we said all members welcome Plus one, $25. I think that's fantastic. You know what? Plus one, $25 goes to the food, goes to the foundation, goes to the whatever, the expenses of creating this event. I think that'd be kind of cool, right? I think it'd be very cool. All right. We might look into that. Just know you're going to have to be a member to do this. If it's on May 28th, I'm going to send out the uh, RSVPs probably by the last week of April. So that tells me y'all better sign up before April if you want to solidify a spot to the Backyard Boogie. You weren't there last year, man. You're laughing over here like you owe me money, but you weren't there last year. Last year we had Carlos Baez, bro. He came out there and started singing Nuestras Demandas. <laughs> All the things. We had fucking El Taquero Vacos. El Taquero's El Vaquero, bro. He was making them fucking mulitas, asado, All the shit. You ain't going to want to miss it, bro. I'm not going to miss it. That's right. That's right. Because seat number five is a valuable seat. I want to make sure we're here. <laughs> I'm going to be there with my coat on and my mm. signs and my stickers. Hey. I'm telling you, it wouldn't be a bad idea. It wouldn't be a... You know what else? I want to talk to you about, man. You, you were old. You, I, I look at you for advice on occasion. You know, you, 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 you that guy. I tried something. Me and my BFF tried something. Mm. We, we came up on some drops. And I don't know how to say it. Um, silo, 
psilocybin. 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 Okay. I tried that. And have you ever tried anything like that? I I, I cannot confirm or deny. All right. I'm going to uh, say yes. I have. Um, I looked at the benefits and that's what sold me. I'm very busy and I'm very scattered. And when I do the podcast, I've got like 50 other things running through my mind. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we saw this, we're like, all right, cool. And it's organic and it's all, you know, from the earth. So it's not like fucking heroin. I told my mom, well, you were here. I told my mom and she fucking, she was like, no, mijo, no estás haciendo esas mensadas and and everything has fentanyl. And then I was like, relax. This is, this is, you know, it's FDA great. Everything was good. Actually, I don't know if it's FDA great. I don't even know where the fuck this is from. Mm -hmm. But I took drops and I felt very in the zone. I felt I felt like all right. I don't know if it's something that I can purchase like in 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 jelly form or do they have gummies? You know, like I don't know if that's something I can do. Something that's a little bit more packaged and I can just pop. And I'm not a fan of just doing things without knowing what they do and yeah. what the ill or the positive effects are. I wanted to try it. I've never tried it, and I wanted to see what the uh, the the uh, the positives were. And the positives are that man, you get in the zone. You 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 are legitimately focused 110 percent on what the task is. I have a hard time with time management and, and accomplishing a lot of things that I need to. I feel like if I can impose one of these things into my daily structure or however you use it, that might be a plus. Yeah, um, psilocybin's been used for you know decades, and they've documented it for decades as well. And so the benefits uh, they say are that you have increased focus okay. and increased creativity. Fuck, I mean, well, I'm not creative. But you are, though. Go ahead. But you are, though. I mean, I know that you feel like you're not that guy, but I'm sure that you sit in a many a meeting where you are actually building the idea. Maybe somebody else is doing the art for the idea. Somebody else is getting down the finer details, but you're there to build the idea, right? And so, yeah, increased focus, sensitivity, creativity. Yeah, I heard you could put it in a tea. I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to build a whole morning like routine around this before I do Peloton or get out of work and start working out. I was like, pa, pa, pa. I need, to, I need to start focusing more on things because, you know, we have, I have kids, bro, and they all have activities. Like today is what, Monday? One of them has got soccer, um, t-ball practice. Tomorrow, jiu-jitsu and golf. Wednesday, jiu-jitsu. And it's otro pedo. So I figure like if I do something like this, it, it would help me. It would definitely be in my corner. I, would, I floated your way since I figured you old head, man. You know, you, you, <laughs> you got those fucking tie-dye uh, socks with uh, obviously the matching tie-dye Crocs. No mamas, bro. I mean, all right. Shit. <laughs> Tell me what you're about. <laughs> I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to stay comfortable in my older age. Man. So I figured you knew about it. I mean, I, I think I'm a fan. I think I'm going to be looking into doing more of this, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep, I'm going to be poking. Kiki, psilocybin. What you know about psilocybin? Psilocybin. Yeah. Is it good or bad? All right. See? It's good. And he's a professional fucking fighter, dog. It opens up your mind, he says, bro. Well, it opens up your mind. I mean, shut up and come over here and tell me right here, because I can't even hear you. Ladies and gentlemen, Kiki, our sales manager for 3 Pongale. Blow him a kiss. When you take them, and if you're going into them with a, like a good intention, like, and you know what you're doing, as long as you're surrounded by the people that you need to be surrounded with, it, it's gonna open up your mind to like greater experiences. You're gonna learn to understand things in a, in a different perspective that you didn't understand. Ooh. Which is, it, it, it's what changed my train of thought. Before, I used to think that like all this shit used to just happen to me. All these things used to happen to me, like where where it was like you know the world was out to get me. 
And it wasn't until like I, I went one day with my cousin out camping, had a you know great mushroom trip, and like I started realizing, like, bro, like the world doesn't do things to you; it does them for you. Ooh. Like when you're able to understand that everything happens to you for a reason, like you're. you're gonna learn. Are you on psilocybin right now, sir? <laughs> Nah, man, but it's just like, it's honestly one of the greatest experiences I had. Mm. Um, and it's it's not something that I recreationally do like all the time, but it's like when I do feel that I'm catching myself in a um, Kevin. What the going on out there? Kevin's up like there the, moving like fucking kegs or something, bro. He's angry at somebody. He's like, like the earth is about to swallow <laughs> us, bro. Fuck, man. When are you making your professional debut? Uh, I gotta figure out what the fuck's up with my knee now. Ladies and gentlemen, he hurt his knee. Jesus Christ, Kiki, bro. Nah, this is from a, a prior injury that I had mm. from my right knee. Mm. Uh, it deteriorated my left knee. So now I gotta, I think I have a, what they think it is, it's just my bones grinding. So. For the record, that's the only grinding going on here. I know your girlfriend is very protective of you and she doesn't like uh, <laughs> when you hang out with a lot of people. So let me just let you, your lady know. Amy, Amy, la más guapa del barrio. Kiki's here alone. We, we just saw him. We picked him off. We wanted to know about psilocybin. And apparently this motherfucker was a wealth of information. Thought the world was out to get him. Now he's in love and he tore his knee. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming in, Kiki. <laughs> and just that simple oh, that simple pivot of thought. Oh, yeah. Right? Isn't that nuts? The world does things to me. No, the world does things for me. Oh, man. I, I, just, I think his whole demeanor and, and conversation just skewed me. I don't think I want to do it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> what I do want to do right now, man, is I want to listen to our pinchy rant of the week by ranting with Ramos. What the fuck is his conspiracy for this week? Hey, what's up? It's Jose for the Ranting with Ramos podcast with your weekly Conspiracy. Conspiracy. This shit freaks me out every time I hear it. Bro. Ah, so you believe in dinosaurs, huh? Another belief they taught you when you were a little kid, right? Just like the globes and the earth and all the planets, right? Well, check it out. Those bones that they supposedly found actually belong to the Nephilim, which are giants. This dates back to the biblical times when Enoch was around. But you might not have heard of Enoch before because he only mentioned him one time in the Bible. But the story is that the fallen angels fell from heaven and when they came down, they lusted after our women. And I can't blame them. Once they mixed with the humans, it was a hybrid. They were giants. These giants also are reported in the reports of Cortez when he came into shore and he was battling with the Aztecs, there was a big giant among the Aztecs. Now, people believe that the Aztecs would sacrifice each other for blood sacrifices so the sun could come out. But realistically, what it was, it was adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is obtained when you kill somebody through torture and there's a bunch of adrenaline in their blood. Now, what happens is they would collect the adrenochrome and they would feed it to the giants. The giants actually were the ones who wanted the blood sacrifices, not the Aztecs. The Aztecs were not bloodthirsty. The giants were bloodthirsty. So again, you've been lied to. There's no such thing as dinosaurs. They're dun, really giants. Dun, dun. <laughs> that motherfucker don't miss. He don't mess around, rather. <laughs> what are your thoughts as an educator? Are we, do we have dinosaurs or is that fake news? Again, you've been lied to. <laughs> <laughs> 
the story of dinosaurs or that in all of the things or that conspiracy theory I just heard. That's weird because I was just reading something on Twitter about about how giants exist and this that and the other. How the fuck are you gonna believe in giants but not in dinosaurs, bro? I mean, technically, like a lizard or reptiles are like descendants of dinosaurs, right? I'm gonna assume. Shit. Now I'm afraid to say anything, dog, because I don't want to be like you know. Oh, that's wrong, Steve. There's still there's still ocean creatures that they consider dinosaurs that are alive today. Oh right? man, you know what I mean, shit. Yeah. It took me a while to to adjust to the fact that birds are descendants of dinosaurs. Birds they certainly are, are. Chickens, bro. Yeah, chickens are dinosaurs. Yeah, but it was an interesting story. I really loved it. Like he don't miss with it. He brings it all, and he believes in this, bro. He might he might be a psilocybin user. And he just focuses completely on conspiracy theories. He's hit us with some good ones. The dinosaur man, I got to, I, I believe in dinosaurs. Well, I just, you know, so I got, I got a lot of questions, but I only asked like one. All right, right? hear it. So they're feeding, they're feeding that uh, adrenochrome to those giants. To the giants. Right? But how are they getting it into their mouths? Like, are they know, building bro. huge structures? Are they climbing trees? Do they have like a big bottle with a teta on the end of it? Like, how are they feeding? Maybe they put it in a molcajete and they have a prehistoric straw that they use, bro. Crazy. They're frying. They're frying the carne asada with the adrenochrome and giving them tacos. I just want to know. These are crazy, cra- crazy things. I want to look into the, the the giants, man. I've never seen a giant fossil. I've seen a dinosaur fossil. Mm. You know, are those are those fake? What's going on here? Ramos reminds me of the guy that's on the History Channel with the wacky hair and it's like it's aliens, it's UFOs, it's all you know. I'd like to see those both those guys sit down and have a conversation about that, man. No manches, bro. Hey, but you know what? I appreciate the content and I appreciate the way he believes everything he spits. That's my uh, kind of guy. The way he lays it out is is pretty awesome. It just draws you in. I'm every time I listen to it, I'm drawn in, bro. Mm. I am drawn in. Caesar Torres may not be here. But it's Florida man headline of the week is. Ooh. I found this earlier and I was like, you know what? Caesar's not here. Let, let, let me see if, the, if this kind of like to shed a little light on what he does. Florida teens wearing armored vests kill a pal while taking turns shooting each other. Jesus Christ. Wait, say that one more time. A Florida teen was killed and two of his pals were arrested after taking turns shooting live rounds at each other while wearing armored vests. Oh. 16-year-old was found suffering at least one gunshot wound inside of a home in Bellevue in Florida. He was rushed to local hospital where he died from injuries, police officers said. An ensuing probe revealed that Broad and another boy, Joshua, 17, were taking turns shooting each other while wearing a vest. Oh, this is what scares me about being a dad to boys. Wait, no mamas. Mm. No mamas, bro. They were shooting each other in the chest because they were wearing a bulletproof armor. A third team, Colton, was presented... Uh, was present at the time of the tragedy and allegedly gave officers false accounts of what actually took place. Ah, hecho mentiras. <laughs> Vining shot at Broad while he was wearing the vest and he was struck, the statement said. Vining and Whitler were arrested in connection with Broad's death on Thursday and will be charged as adults, cops say. Wow. Jeez, man. Vining is being hit with aggravated manslaughter of a child by firearm, while Whitler is charged with providing false information to law enforcement. What the fuck is going on in Florida, bro? When did it become cool to put bulletproof vests on and just try shooting at each other? What's the dumbest thing you ever did with a gun as a youngster? You can legally buy a bulletproof vest? I don't know. I saw uh, 50 Cent wears one when he goes on stage and he's on tour. I guess. 
But yeah, let's just try it out and see if it works, right? It's supposed to stop these bullets. Would you ever have tried that as a kid, bro? Neta. No, man. No? No, hell to the no. Oh, hell to the no, no. I mean, no. it would have been cool to like have a bulletproof vest, but I'm not going to say, hey, take a shot at me. Let's see if this works. Nah, man. Florida stays winning, bro. Every week that I I, I, draw, I I log into the New York Post just to say, well, what, what captures my, it's always a Florida man story. Florida it's man. It's they stay winning. They stay on top of the states doing their thing. You know what they say, man. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Rest in peace <laughs> of that little guy who fucking wore that vest. That sucks, man. That's horrible. Uh, Speaking of young men, what you got? I know you had a headline you wanted to go over. Yeah, man. Um, so, so big San Diego news in the sporting world. Um, basketball phenom mm. Mikey Williams is returning to San Isidro High School to finish his senior year. And that is actually very big news. I've heard the name. He was here as a freshman and he was killing it as a freshman. I want to say he was like, I don't know, projected to be top three in the nation as a freshman. Um, I could be wrong on that, but I know that he was tops. I saw him in a tournament um, at Montgomery High and, and the kid dropped, he dropped 50 on the other team. And it's not just like, it's not just a regular ball game. This this guy's electric. He yeah, can, he can jump out of the gym. So so he's just an amazing player. And then COVID hit, and so sports was shut down. And he went to like uh, somewhere east. North, okay, somewhere east. Private schools, right? Um, I think North Carolina or something like that. More like basketball forward schools. I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, and he played. He played for two years out there, and then he just recently dropped his whole promo video on his Instagram. All right. That he's returning. Damn, you follow him like that then, huh? I mean, yeah, man. The kid, he's an amazing player. How awesome was San Isidro when he played down here? Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure they won the CIF title. And they were they were awesome even when he left. Okay. They came close to winning a state title last year. Last year. Yeah. So that's a school that's just laden with talent. Laden with talent. Um, and, I, and I love their... Their, their name on their jerseys, they go by the Border Boys. The Border Boys, bro. That's, that's fucking pretty rad. <laughs> I just, I, I've never worn a basketball jersey. I've never played basketball, but I would love to have a Border Boys jersey, bro. Do they sell that or is that something? Uh, they do They do have a version that they sell, but it's not the same that the team wears. So I was kind of bummed about that. Ah, okay. Because the last time I've heard Mikey's name, because I think that's what his Instagram is, just Mikey. Just Mikey. Like, just how, Mikey. how do you get that Instagram in that's the first crazy. place, right? It's yeah. Mikey. This, hey. Man, this dude looks... He looks like a fucking adult, bro. He's all tatted up. He looks all huge. I know he's like, he posts videos of him and like cars and shit. I was like, damn, high school's different for him than it was for me. <laughs> high school ain't the same. But I'm sure he's surrounded by a lot of success and has access to things that we don't. That's I mean, true, man. Good on him. The last time, only time I've heard his name is an event that they had in Montgomery High School. Yeah. Um, and I guess LeBron James was there. And Dwayne Wade. I don't know if both of their kids were playing in the tournament and that's why they were there or if they were like scoping this kid out, Mikey, about how, how well he played. But it's like Montgomery High School yeah. had LeBron James and Dwayne Wade and probably other NBA players or former players. They're hanging out watching them play. Absolutely. Did we become a basketball town here in the South Bay and I totally fucking slept on it? Me too, yeah. We all slept on it. Because we've always been like a soccer town mm. and baseball as and well, baseball, yeah. you know? And, and now all of a sudden, dude, I don't know if the younger kids love basketball. My, all three of my boys want a basketball hoop at the house. They're like, daddy, we want a basketball hoop. I was like, man, I hate to break it to you Mexican, papa. You know, you're, you're going to be short. You're going to be short like dad. Like I'm 5'11", dude, you know? And I'm, and I'm leaning more towards 5'10 these days, okay? 
these kids ain't going to be tall. If anything, maybe one is going to break six feet. But even then, that's relatively short compared to these giants, as we just heard on the Ranting with Ramos podcast, these giants that, you know, <laughs> are all over the basketball courts everywhere, man. That's crazy. Yeah. No, <sighs> we did become a basketball town. And Montgomery's got a state-of-the-art gym. And they have an athletic director who likes to host mm. those tournaments. So I was actually at the one you're talking about. Big money at these tournaments? Uh, I'm not sure about what they rake in, but but this it's packed. Yeah. It's packed and they're selling tickets. Good on yeah. them, bro. Right? Good on them shining the light on, on, on towns like, you know, South San Diego that normally you don't get this kind of shine. So LeBron's son, Bronny, uh -huh. and Dwayne Wade's kid played on so they do. the same okay, team cool. out of LA. Nice. And they came down and I want to say they played like uh, Saints or okay. something like that. And then Mikey's team, San Isidro, played another, another team, but it was all in the same day. So yeah, man, you had stars in the house that were that crazy in fucking Montgomery, bro. Hey, bro, what tripped me out the most, and it's got nothing to do with any of those people, um, is that uh, LeBron and Dwayne Wade's—they have a teammate who's from China. He's literally in a foreign exchange student from China, and the kid's like seven four, bro. No manches. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so LeBron and Dwayne Wade and all those kids are—they're warming up down there, and everybody's just chilling. They're just warming up, and then all of a sudden the door opens. And this amazingly tall, giant human just walks into the gym and everybody goes nuts like it's a rock, like a rock concert. Yeah! And the kid's doing nothing but walking into the gym, bro. Did he just have a fresh pint of that? What's the kind of blood that's called? <laughs> a, a, adrenochrome. Adrenochrome blood, just to make sure he was ready for the game, ready for the task at hand. He did. Wait. He had it in a hydro flask, but yeah. <laughs> are there hey, bro, are there giants? You, you have an educated mind, you know. Are there giants? You know what? I haven't looked for the evidence, so no? I really, I really couldn't confirm or deny if there's oh, giants or not. That, <laughs> but dinosaurs, we, the, the, those are real, right? Dinosaurs. dinosaurs are real for sure. Okay, for is sure. there an Arctic wall in Ooh. in our, in Antarctica that once you get to the the basin of it, you can't cross it? Ooh, are the wildlings on the that, other that, side? I, because I want to look for right. that. Wall. Is the world Earth? Earth is it flat or is it globe shaped? It's I circular. Asked, I asked an eight year old this yesterday. And give me the hint. And he's smart as hell. And he said, no, no, we have a lot of evidence that the earth is indeed round. Good. All right. Fuck. Sold. Sold. All right. Eight-year-old or the compa Renti with Ramos, that they both put valid reasoning behind their ideas and their thoughts. <laughs> Yo. Mikey. NBA player after this year? Does he go straight to game or does he go fucking college? I, I think there's still that rule where they have to sit out for a year. Oh, and Tedio? Yeah, you have to you, you have to do something for a year before you can go to the NBA. So he sat out a year. Does that count? No. No. So you have no, to set out a year after, after your graduating year. After high school. All right. Okay. But I can tell you, it's going to be hard to watch a San Isidro game this year, man. You, oh, I don't doubt you're it. You're going to have to know somebody. Yeah. Do, do I know somebody? Well, you might know somebody. All right, cool. All right, yeah. all right, all right. Rudy Lopez. <laughs> Come by Rudy. Rudy's one of them, but uh, my boy Nick Segura, he's mm -hmm. a board member in Sweetwater. And that's his school. Bro, I never even been to a basketball game, bro. Uh -huh. I've never even been to a basketball game. Oh man, they're yeah. electric. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I wanted to hit you so, up, up about something. All right, let's get it. So, so Chula Vista Elementary School District mm. has what are called these innovation stations, right? We have one in partnership with Qualcomm, IBW, and what kids do at these innovation stations is they're exposed to jobs in those fields that they might never know existed, right? So the idea is to give them something to look forward to um, as far as what kind of work they could do in the future. And they actually solve like little engineering problems that, that um, in these fields. So anyways, let me get to it. 
in that same space where the skate park is, there's a boys and girls club, Oleander and Palomar. I'm excited, bro, because we are going to build a sound station there. Jesus Lord. So we're looking at what that is going to be like, right? Is it going to be a fully blown recording studio? Like we're already in the ideation process, right? And so my idea, we could have actual like artists from the South Bay or from San Diego come in and do like little tiny desk concerts for the kids. Damn, And dude. also school them. Are you a foundation shit right here? I don't think it's more, no, it's just more CVESD stuff. Okay, okay, right? all right. Right, but, but who, are the, who are the artists that you would try to pull into a project like that, building a sound station? To perform tiny desk concerts? And even, even to just look at the space and okay. say, this is how I think we should arrange the space for the kids. I have a guy. You know? I have a guy whose specifics include studio design. Mm -hmm. You know, um, he's one of the homies' friends. Uh, Josh Campbell was in a band called Dogwood. Um, Emo Brown Social Club member. One of his compas and bandmates, Danny Montoya. Mm -hmm. he, and I kind of had to put that project on hold because we're still looking for a, a warehouse. But I shot him that, that exact same question, but as it was curtailed to what I want to do. Like I want to build a studio in the warehouse. And he shot me all of the information needed on what I provided him. I said, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for that. What should I do? do, 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 do. And he sent me over an email with everything. I'll share that with you, man. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, depending on how big you want to go, or maybe I'll just link both of you guys up, him and Danny, and you guys can take them down there and show exactly what you have in mind. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, I got some people who are friends who are like, like producers and stuff and, and can help probably after the fact, but to build the studio, yeah, I, I think Montoya would be the, the guy to reach out to and get cool. it done, man. Cool. That'd be awesome. Then you're going to have like musicians come in. Absolutely. Tribal seeds and shit like fucking POD. That's what I'm talking about, oh, right? Let's like, get that. Carlos going out Carlo, there. Carlo, uh, Frankie like J. He, he seems like he'd be a perfect teacher. You know oh, yeah, mean? bro. Like, yeah. Yeah, he seems very patient. <laughs> he seems very patient. <laughs> and he's engaging the Jesus, way he talks to people. Man. But yeah, man, that's, that's the idea. Give the kids a place where they can record their music, uh, record podcasts. We want to give students a voice and an outlet for, for sound. How soon? When does that happen? This year. We're, yeah? We're going to build it this coming school year. All right. And you have the space already at that Boys and Girls Club. Yep. It's ready. It's ready. We and just, the, the, the IF Foundation skate park that you guys are going to be overseeing is located on that same lo uh, property? Same property. Hey, that's a big ass property two, then, right? Two different projects. Yeah, there's even a basketball gym in between the Boys and Girls Club and the skate park. So there's, there's still space to build there. Is that place open already? What place? The actual like children's club or boys and girls club or nah, man, it shut down for COVID and it hasn't reopened. They turned it into like a testing spot for a little while. Okay. Nah, if you look inside, it's, it's all messed up in there. So we would have to go in and gut it and rebuild it, which is what we want to do. We have fun doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And is there space for a little, you know what I'm saying? A little <laughs> bit of emo brown action jump in there. I want to get a recording studio too, bro. No I, think, no, I think it's interesting how, how we talk about bringing the community into that space and allowing them to use it. That's awesome, man. Good on you, man. I, I I knew there was a good reason for you to come in here and fill in. We just substitute one Caesar for another every now and then. We shuffle the deck. We make it happen, bro. Well, I'm glad you had me here, man. I also like to give people a stage mm. to talk mm. and give opinions and ask questions. Right about now, it's time for Little Rob's... <laughs> Question. Have you have you been listening to Little Rob Question? Dude, I love this guy. This guy's a fucking savage, bro. Yeah, I, I feel like he thinks he's protected behind this and, and nobody's ever going to find him. He has some outlandish questions, bro. <laughs> I have, I, and I never listen to them just because like I, I, I'm afraid that I would just kind of like 
not air it. <laughs> but he's outlandish. Let's see what we got with him today. Well, 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 it's Little Rob with the Door 41 question of the week. With all this elementary school bickering going on, Steve, who is your number two? Is it Caesar and his baby bump? Or is it glasses and his feelings? Let me know. OMG, bro. This motherfucker loves putting fools on the spot. I'll take the question, though. So I don't even know what's going on. Is there some back and forth? Yeah, man. Uh, Glasses is upset that, that, that fucking Torres was unable to fulfill what he thought was something was promised to him. Two things in actuality. A Thanos glove, which we have three, which we should have four, in his opinion, glasses. That was strike one to Torres. Strike two was glasses really wanted to go to a beer festival. Torres said, I got you, bro. And then was unable to fulfill it. Ooh. And in turn took a picture with everybody he did go with and oh. said, he with the A crew or something like that. And glasses took more offense to that. Damn. So I guess little Rob's been paying close attention to what's been transpired, what has transpired over the last week. We called glasses last week on Metiche Monday and he aired his grievances. And then oh, we had, did? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, a little, this is public. So you're it's not- public. Oh, no. And then okay. side note came out and he was still harping on it. So, so glasses is still butthurt. He's butthurt over something. So little Rob's question was, if I had to choose one as my number two, who would it be? And I'm telling these boys, you guys are fighting over Guys, you guys both have a killer like podcast with us. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Emo Brown houses Metiche Monday, which is my show with fucking Caesar. Mm-hmm. Epic show, you know, it's amazing. I love it. People love it. Side note is the one I do with glasses. It's an amazing show. People love it. Every, everyone enjoys it, and we get different sponsorship opportunities for each. You know, like a uh, Manscape is all about sponsoring what we're doing over here at at, at Metiche Monday. And then there's other people that are looking that I don't really want to say about doing side note and what we're doing with uh with that episode. Mm. I can't just choose one fool. Who would yeah. you choose? Who do you like better? Let me let me put the onus on you. If I could only keep one, I have one microphone aside from myself, and I got to give it to somebody. Who am I bringing on for the better content with me? Oh man, come on, man. I fuck fuck me, fuck little Rob, not me. <laughs> <laughs> little Rob's the guy with the issues, not me. Look, their beef aside, and that's some legitimate beef. I can I can sense that. <laughs> you stick with who you started with, and that's, that's OG glasses, bro. Damn, bro. Why you do that to fucking to I know, Caesar? What a, dick. what a dick, man. Well, fortunately, that, that ain't gonna happen. It's not an easy call. No, it isn't. It's not an easy call. Fuck it, bro. I stick I take a step back and I let Caesar and fucking glasses have their own podcast. They probably just cry and and fight each other every episode. Maybe, they need they need you, bro. Maybe maybe they would like that though. Maybe maybe people would like watching this this bickering go down, man. Shit. Crazy times, whatever. Great great question, <laughs> little Rob. Well, well, well. <laughs> and he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He comes in starting that pot, bro. <laughs> Motherfucker showed up at work and said, Hey man, take a picture of me. Look at these crocs. These are some what did he say? I don't know what brand he said, but they look like Gucci the Crocs, bro. Gucci the Crocs, he just fronting them. They're little dress shoes, bro. There's little dress It's shoes. like a little dress shoe and it's and it has all the croc features, has the circles cut out and shit. It looked like it just got cupped at a, at a cupping place. And it's <laughs> it, it's like, whoa, but it looked good. I'd rock them. I'm a big hater on Crocs until somebody got me a pair. Mm. Now I wear them all the, all the times indoors. They're amazing. I never leave the house with them. 
obviously you and I live by a different set of rules. We do. I will take a picture of that before I leave because people need to see what the fuck is going on. You need to take off one so they can see the sock that you're wearing and leave the other one on. So it seems like this is the combination that you're doing. Jesus Christ. Is that a torta? What is that? A torta on your fucking soccer? What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, nah, man. It's just, it's just a sunburst. It's just, you know, like a tie-dye <laughs> kind of sunburst thing. <laughs> tell me you're a Grateful Dead fan without telling me you're a Grateful Dead fan, bro. This is actually a Kobe Nike sock is what, what? it is. Don't, don't, try, don't try to make this wholesome, bro. Don't, don't. Uh, I was actually dropping some silo bison and I was focused on these socks. I'm a big Kobe fan. Big Who is Kobe it? Fan. Who is Are you a big basketball player? I'm not. I, no? I can't jump more than three inches off the ground. I'm, ter I'm terrible. That's all we need. Three inches off the ground. Boom, but, boom. but I grew up a, a Lakers fan and um, I just love basketball and Kobe was one of my favorite players. Period. Hip hop head, basketball fan, mm -hmm. sneakerhead. And have you seen the Laker uh, series that's on HBO Max? Showtime, right? H HBO. No, no, but I mean, the, that's what it was called. I believe like something behind Showtime or something. It's Magic Johnson in the 80s era and all that. Sick. I need to watch it, bro. Even if you're not a Lakers fan, it is sick. I grew up going to family houses where there. Here's the thing about Mexican families, bro. And it's weird. Mm -hmm. All right. If you ain't a Padre fan or something, a Charger fan at that time from here, from San Diego, mm. all my fucking cousins, bro, were Laker fans, Doyer fans, Cowboy fans, shit like that. I never understood it. I never understood. I mean, LA Lakers make sense because there's no basketball team down here. Mm -hmm. LA Dodgers never made sense to me. Never. I get Fernando Valenzuela, El Pinche Toro, you know, I get that. But we're from San Diego, cousins. So every, every time we'd go to a house for one of my cousins, Showtime was always playing in the background, bro. It was always Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Magic Johnson, AC Green, everybody, bro. Mm -hmm. James Worthy, fuck, all of the players were on there. And I was like, oh, and they were always getting in fights with the Celtics, I remember. It was like beefs. I watch games now and, I, and like you touch a dude and they flail on the ground. It's like little like soccer players, bro, but it's nuts. I can't wait to watch the behind the scenes thing. I saw the the Jordan one for the Bulls in the nineties and his run. Good. That was amazing too. That was good. They're not fucking around with these behind the scene documentaries on sports, bro. But, but the Jordan one is an actual documentary, yeah. whereas mm. the Laker one is just like you know, it's an actual like like a film, like a series. It's not a documentary. Really? No, no, no. There's, oh, there's so actors and everything. This is no, no, no. It's not a documentary. You liked it? Oh man, it's still not done. They're on episode like six or seven. How re reality based is it? I mean, it's spot on. Yeah? It is spot on. I just, I can't say enough, bro. And it's shot in like this grain, like this high eight grain. So it gives you that old feel. Um, I can't say enough about this series, man, how well it's 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 put together. You have to check Come it out. Come on, bro. I'm in. I'm, I'm, no, you know man. I'm already in. Hey, you did it. We, we did a whole Metiche Monday episode together. Just like that. Mezcal was consumed. Thank you, Resol, for all you do. Wellness Miss shots for you. Wellness, Mescal. Yes, thank you. So I see much. the pelado. Good things coming. Mm -hmm. A lot of cool shit coming. I look, I thank you for letting me know that you will be officially running mm -hmm. for seat I five will. now. Yep. And now it's on and popping. It's a whole different game. It is. We can't endorse you. I'm sorry, but I'll do everything <laughs> on my hand in my hands, everything possible. And the reason I say that is I just I recently found out mm -hmm. that we are unable to endorse anybody. We are in a position where we cannot endorse, back support, or anything which actually works in the favor of everything I've been doing for the mayoral candidates by bringing everybody in and providing that service to the community. Be like, hey man, this is John McCann. Hey, and one of the questions actually before we move on on, on Metiche Monday for the Discord was, when is John McCann's episode coming out? Okay. Wednesday, 
we'll be putting that one out on Wednesday. Sí. So sit tight. My mom's all of a sudden listens to the podcast. She's like, Mijo, when is the interview with McCann? She heard the Mark Kampanajar one and she loved it. She's like, I think I know who I'm voting for, which in no way reflects what I'm voting for or we're representing because we can't. Right. I can't support you, dog. I can't support you, Caesar. Seat number five, we'll do everything we can to push it, but I can't support you. The Emo Brown Foundation and the podcast are connected, so you cannot. But as Steve Garcia. Yes, sir. I'm going to become an ass. I, I, I'm here. I'm, I'm here, bro. You better bring another pair of them tie-dye motherfucking Crocs, though, bro. Hey, before we go, go get your fucking shine box. Mm-hmm.